Uh, I don't know about you kids, but uh, 10 sleeps to go, right? 10 sleeps to go, December 15 today, and uh, something to really look forward to, and uh, it's an exciting season, it's exciting times, but uh, I pretty much love everything about Christmas, even the shopping. (laughs) I love finding things that I can surprise the people that I love the most. And nothing, there's nothing more rewarding than to have someone open their gift that you've taken so much care in selecting for them that it brings that level of wonder, of surprise, and also happiness. No matter how small the gift is, by the way. However, however, the longer that you've known a person in your life, help me out here, the harder it is to buy for them. Help me out. Yeah, is that true? (laughs) Um, The person that I love the most are those who bring you a list. Yeah? Come on, list people. Put your hands up nice and high. I see those hands. There are a number of people who bring lists. I like you the most. And, uh, but wouldn't it be great, wouldn't it be great if you could buy just one gift that took care of every occasion for all time? Wouldn't that just be a great gift? A gift that's so rewarding, so enriching, and so fulfilling that they would never want anything else from you ever again. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> well, I'm convinced that In this moment that you and I are experiencing right now, in this season, it's why we keep retelling the story of Christmas. And here's the story that a virgin named Mary, uh, giving birth to her son Jesus, who came to be the savior of the world, and speaking of the world, across the world, across the world, this story still fascinates us so much. That even if we don't believe in God, and even if we don't have a faith, it still draws us in to sing these incredible, beautiful songs and to gather in a place like we are this morning. But my question is this to you this morning, is that if Jesus is that once for all time gift, why is it that so many of us don't really want that gift? That's my question for us to consider this morning. Have you ever wanted to buy someone something, but you knew that they wouldn't actually kind of, they wouldn't get it as the way you get it, right? Get it? That it's a gift that you want for them, but they don't want for them. Some of you have even started preparing for that gift as we speak. It's a bit like this. Anyone know what this is? This is a lion's club, yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah? Fruitcake. Oh, yeah. It's a bit like this fruitcake. Let me explain what I mean by that. <laughs> because there are two types of people in this world. There are those who love fruitcake. Yeah? yeah come on. Come on. Come, I see those hands. And there are those who hate fruitcake. Come on. <laughs> fruitcake. Fruitcake. Ah, fruitcake, fruitcake. I've come to realize that Jesus has become like fruitcake to some of us at Christmas. He's the token part of Christmas that some of us just don't care for. And so we push it aside and reach for what we think is better. We reach for the pavlova. Yeah? 
or we reach for the cheesecake. Come on, come on. <laughs> and so Jesus, he's a part of the story of Christmas, but maybe he's not the part that many seem to want. He's become a gift that we kind of re-gift over and over again. But as a child, isn't it exciting as a child? Do you remember your childhood growing up with that sense of anticipation on Christmas Eve and that expectation that what's under the tree and you lie awake at night wondering what is under that tree. Well, just personally speaking, just for a moment, one of four children, I have a twin sister, we weren't allowed to feel what was underneath that tree until all four siblings and parents were around that Christmas tree and we had to wait. And Anyone else? Yep, we had to wait until we could unwrap that gift and discover what was finally inside that gift. We so often come to this season, don't we? Just so thankful for the end of another year and the teachers can all breathe and go, ah. Can we thank the teachers in this room today? Thank you, teachers. It wasn't on my script, but we want you to know thank you so much for raising up the next generation the way that you do. But we all come to this season, don't we? Thankful for the end of the year, for, for holidays, maybe for some of us, uh, where we take time, we breathe, and we have family time, and all the dynamics that are involved in families. And we kind of have that opportunity, don't we, to kind of reset. And I wonder if we ever really discover what's under... What's under the Christmas tree? Because what if, what if that one gift that covers every occasion for all time was under the tree with your name all over it? Let's go and explore what I mean by this. Because the story of Christmas starts in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. And it's going to be on the screen there for us to follow. It says this. This is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to who? Joseph. Very good. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant. How? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, let's just press pause there for a moment. We're going to come back to this story because before we go any further, the way to understand the story of Christmas is this, that it happens beyond the natural. <laughs> it happens beyond the natural. You see, a virgin falling pregnant can't happen logically, but it can happen beyond the natural. What I mean by that, that it happened supernaturally and if we realize that Christmas or even sorry if we reduce Christmas or even God down to the natural then what's the point but if there is a God who is supernatural and we were to discover him I think you would agree that that kind of changes everything and then Christmas would take on a whole different meaning Let's press play and let's go back to the Christmas story. <laughs> it goes like this, verse 21. And she, Mary, will have a son and you are to name him. What's that name? Jesus. For he will what? He will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through the prophet. Look, 
the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him. This is really important. This is really important. They will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. The gift of Christmas. Emmanuel, God with us, which means this. My first gift this morning is this. It's a gift. Can you see that all right? It's a gift. You can see that okay? No? Yeah? It's a gift of what? Unlimited love. I'm going to place this over here just in a moment, but just before I do, it's a gift of unlimited love. What this means is that God isn't mad at you, but God is mad about you. What I mean by that is he is madly in love with you. Not the, not the sloppy kind of love that we kind of know about, but with a love that is gentle, with a love that is generous, with a love that is patient and kind, that is, the Bible teaches us, that is slow to anger, but he is rich in love. Very good. So the question you might have for me this morning in regards to this gift of unlimited love, how do I unwrap this gift? Well, it's as simple as this. It's on the screen for you. It's accepting the value that God places on you. And let's be honest just for a moment. Sometimes we struggle with that, don't we? We struggle with that. But guess what? God's got no struggle with that whatsoever. God loves you with an unlimited love. God values you. And the Bible teaches us that he has a plan and a purpose for you that stands firm forever. But don't forget this. Don't forget this, that your value is not in what you achieve or, and it's not in your life circumstances, your value is in who you are and the way God created you to be. And by the way, he will never stop loving you who you are, and he will never give up on who you are. And so the story of Christmas is that God so loved you so much that he sent his one and only son that whosoever unwraps this gift of unlimited love will not perish, but have everlasting, eternal life. That's the first gift, and it's my invitation to you this morning to unwrap this first gift of unlimited love towards you this morning. The second gift is this. Let's see if we can read this one all right. What's this one say, children? Help us out. Resident peace. Very good, Benjamin. Say it out loud, buddy. Resident peace. This is the second gift because what I mean by this is that God is able to bring a peace into your internal world despite of your circumstances. And once you unwrap who God is and what Christmas is all about, he restores to us a place of wholeness and it completes us. And when we are no longer at odds with God, we live at peace with him, with ourselves and with each other. So the question is, how do I unwrap this gift of resident peace? Well, I believe it's this, that we offload the weight of our life that we carry. We offload the weight of life that we carry. And don't we carry that weight? We do. But we don't have to. I know some people are here this morning who need to hear that. That you and I were never created to carry life on our own. 
What's the second gift, Benjamin? Thank you so much. Resident peace. The third gift. The third gift this morning. I've got four gifts this morning. Anyone can read that one. What does that one say? Overwhelming joy. And of course, we sing these carols, don't we? Joy to the world. The Lord is come. And the, the joy that the Bible speaks of is understanding. Joy is an understanding that goes beyond our circumstances and that God is in control, that's meant to be in control, and can be trusted. So how do I unwrap this gift of overwhelming joy? Well, I think the key is this, that it's only when, it's only when you and I live with eternity in mind that we lift our eyes beyond the here and now. And maybe, maybe this Christmas we need to take this gift and unwrap it and allow God to restore the joy, to restore our joy, which brings me to the final gift we're going to unwrap this morning. Let's have a look what this gift is. Help me out, kids. Come on. What's this one say? Personal relationship. You see, it's not about religion. It's about relationship. Emmanuel God with us. Jesus did not come to this world to create religion. Jesus came to restore relationship between us and the Father, our Heavenly Father, our God who art in heaven. Hallowed be His name. And maybe for many of us, Jesus passes through our lives every Christmas, but never becomes a part of our lives beyond the season in which we are living right now. A bit like the fruitcake that comes and goes each and every season. But guess what? Guess what? Jesus, unlike the fruitcake, is that one-off gift that covers every occasion and for all time. And it may not necessarily be the gift we want, but it is the gift we so desperately need. And so the question I'm hearing you ask this morning is, well, how do we unwrap? How do I unwrap this gift? Well, it's easy. It's quite easy. We receive this gift of relationship by inviting God's love, by inviting God's peace, and by inviting God's joy into our lives. It's not about being perfect. It's about being loved and you and I are loved. But it only works when there's a yes heart response. And that's the great thing about God's love for us. He would never pressure and push anything onto us. And so you and I, we get to choose that. And it's not about signing up to a church. It's about receiving this gift of personal relationships. What are the gifts again? <laughs> Let's go through them one by one. What's this one? Personal relationship. Very good. What's the next one? Let's go to this one. What's this one? Overwhelming joy. Let's pop that back in the box. Let's go to the next one. Was that the? Yeah, resident peace. That's right. Resident peace. Very good. And last one, kids. Fantastic. Unlimited. They're the gifts. All in one box. And this morning, all of these gifts, guess what? They have your name written over them, but they're just waiting for you to unwrap. Love. Unlimited love. 
just for you. If you were the only one living on planet Earth, he would have come just for you. Joy. How's your joy? And that peace. The Bible describes the peace that only he brings, that it transcends all understanding. It's hard to believe, but once you receive that peace, this is a gift, and your name is all over it, ready for you to unwrap this morning. Just as I finish up, can I say this, that imagine going into this next 12 months, imagine going into your future, knowing that this Christmas gift, Emmanuel, what does it mean? God is with us, that you can personally feel his love, that you can personally experience his joy, and you can be surrounded with his peace because he is Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you so much for listening this morning. On behalf of everyone here at Door of Hope Christian Church, have a wonderful, blessed Christmas full of love, full of joy, full of peace, and even your choice to be in personal relationship with him. Just before we receive an item, can I pray for us this morning? Can I say a little prayer, a Christmas prayer? Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you that in our darkest of nights that you saw what we desperately needed the most, that you sent a part of yourself from heaven to earth to rescue us, to save us from ourselves. And that you loved each of us so much. You, you, are, you aren't mad at us, that you are madly in love with us. And so, Father, I thank you for the rescue plan that you have for us each. I thank you for this season. I thank you, God, that it's more than a season. That there was a light that would show us a way forward. And that Jesus is truly the gift of Christmas. And it's in his name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening.